Sarah and Susan, back from our Denver adventure. Yes, we're back, and it's almost, well, it's Valentine's. Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day to the love of my life, Sarah That's Louise right. Butler the, Rice. The longest, most successful relationship I've had. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Wow. This, we have a lot of love to give, and we're going to so give it much. to the Brain Candy Brainiacs today. Welcome to episode 687. I've just returned last night from Sarah's palatial estate. Palatial estate. I was going to say humble abode. (laughs) (laughs) It's somewhere in the middle of those two things. Um, What a joy it was to see you after a year and a half. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, we did get to see each other a little bit for when we had our brain candy meetup, but it felt like, you know, you were working. You were like, yeah, it was one day. And, you know, I feel like your brain is somewhere else when you have to do stand up comedy. Like that would be so much pressure. I would not be able to just chill and hang out. That's why I felt bad for right after the show when we hung out with the Brainiacs because it was too short. And it also like, I was just like, my head was spinning. I just, yeah, you know, hadn't come back to earth. So, you know, anyway, that was not enough. And then this was much more substantial and much more time together. Yes, this was lovely. And I feel like it's been a really long time since you've been in my house or like since you've been in my, like we've like shared each other's space. Like yeah, that's home. been, that I haven't been in your space since 2020. Yeah, a so, long time. I got my fill. It was so nice. We got it to was celebrate an adventure, everybody, Adam's okay? birthday. She had to hear the word. How many times do you think you heard the word pow? Powder. Not as many as I thought. Really? Maybe you know why? Because it didn't snow. But we, <laughs> we did no try to pow. throw it into as many con- conversations. Here's the, some of the things we did. We visited the Continental Divide. Which Still then I asked, what is. what is a continental divide? Still no one has answered me. I think that it's like where the two tectonic plates meet. For that real? sounds about, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we I was wondering the whole time. And then I, I probably like didn't want, I, I don't know. I just like, Eli probably had an explanation for us, but we weren't listening or something. No, he said he didn't know either. Oh, well, nobody knew. Okay. Nobody, nobody knew. knew. We, we know nothing. We, we visited it. It was lovely. Yeah. And when up to the mountains, Adam and Lincoln got to do some skiing and I was very impressed. Lincoln was pretty good. Yeah, he, had, he, he survived longer than I ever thought he would. And he said, I don't know if, if Eli shared this with you, but I'll share with her brain. Next. He said one of the best things, you know, and it really showed me what kind of, I was like, oh, this is exactly Susie's son right here. So, you know, Adam kept telling him like, you got to put your like skis parallel, buddy. You got to like, come on, you got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> and Lincoln goes, Dad, I think you just are overestimating my abilities in, under. <laughs> in this certain thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you're not respecting my capabilities. Yes. Okay, sit down. Like, That's Susie's son. There you go. Yeah. And I was like, look at this. Good communication. Somehow he's picked up some things along the way. See, what Sarah sees as good communication, I see as somebody trying to do like verbal gymnastics to get out of accountability. <laughs> Well, you know what? A tip of the tomato, hat. tomato. <laughs> yeah, tomato, tomato. Oh, but it was really cute. Yes. And we had yes, a lovely yes. time. And we played yeah. a lot of Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. Catan has been settled time and time again. That's a fun game. And I was super skeptical because all the people that I know that like it are bros. Or, or are at bro- least are oh, really? Bros. Are male. Huh. Not necessarily. I see bro. they're all nerds. Yeah, but do you know any women that love it? Is what I mean? People always tell me that I will love it. That's not evidence to your You're point. right. It is not. <laughs> that does not. That's, uh, no, no. You like right. a lot of stuff that dudes like, though, is what yeah, I mean. I, do. I don't know any women that are like super into settlers of Catan. <laughs> because we don't want to set. We're like not into. That's not. I get it. Like, I really do. And this is like hashtag not all women. But. <laughs> You know, like I, I, it's just, it's the same energy as Monopoly. And here's what I hate. I hate any game where one of the ways that you can win or the way to win is talking an opponent out of 
one of their strategies or whatever yeah or like cards or whatever monopoly is like i'll give you one of these and then you'll forever have to like pay me mortgage with this and like everybody feels like a fucking landlord yeah i don't want that energy yeah. I can't, I don't like, I, I got in an argument with Eli, this well, sort of argument, I guess we'll call it an argument, more more just like me telling him, I don't want to talk about this, when he was like going through credit card options, like, well, you could do this and you could do this. I'm like, stop trying to sell, this is like Settlers of Catan all over again. <laughs> yeah, it totally it wasn't. True. I was just in, a, I was just, I, I just lost that game over and over and over. I have terrible strategy. It's fun Not though. Good. If you ever get the chance, you should play it. It's, it's Yeah, great. this is, this is, it's better. It's fun. Yeah, and Lincoln good. loved it, so it was good yeah. family time. You know, fun I for love it. I the love whole day. family, which I thought was a not, like a not you couldn't have fun for the whole yeah. family. That's a yeah. lie. This actually, but was. this one is good. And you have a son who can sit through board games and is like good at chess, so that yeah. makes it easier. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yes, we also had the chance to watch some of the Grammys together, mm-hmm. and you and I have different feelings about Beyonce, but the same feeling about her being quote unquote fashionably late. I was so mad about that. Rude. It is it's rude. It's not like you do, you don't know about LA traffic. Yeah, that's what a power really move. There? That's a power move. Is what you think is. it was? It, it seems like that. And I especially hate that being critical of Beyonce is like this is controversial what we're doing right now. Isn't that crazy? And I'm I'm the biggest fan. Like I yeah, love yeah. Beyonce. So yeah. I will just say that. It it did feel like I don't know. What are you, doing? Just, you, were just, you got you got other plans? What, yeah. what are we doing? Come we're on. already going to be scanning the audience for you. You don't like we're already waiting on pins and needles for you to arrive and uh, to see what she, you know you're wearing. Yeah. Because you know how people think she's an icon, it. she's a legend. Yes. In order for that to be true in my opinion, you have to be professional. And yeah. I am a big fan of being prompt. I do not like people who aren't punctual. Yeah. Madonna once showed up when I saw Madonna at Coachella years ago. Whatever year Madonna did Coachella, yeah. that was like not recent. That's how long ago I went to Coachella. This was like 20 years ago, I think. Yeah. And uh, she was like two hours late. People were furious. They booed her and then they threw like water bottles on stage. And I got to tell you, I wasn't mad about it. Like yeah. I wasn't mad about people's yeah, response the because it felt like you think that you are too good for the, like, and at the time, I think it was like 18 or 19 at the time. And I remember spending like, like saving so much money and spending all my money on this ticket and like really wanting to see her. Like you have limited amount of time yeah. to see whichever artists are, are, and any time that you spend in one ten, you're taken away from what you could be doing somewhere else, blah, 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 blah. And so it just felt like, oh, does she not understand that? Like, yeah, I don't think I didn't want to spend my hard earned money waiting for two hours in the hot, hot sun for Madonna to get there and do two songs. I just don't get that. I don't get the logic. I don't know whether they think that that shows some sort of like, I'm amazing vibe. Yeah. But that's not what I see it as. It's rude. I also wasn't a huge fan of everybody's tinfoil dresses. Me neither, Sarah. So we didn't even talk about this. I know. You know why? Because they weren't the original dresses that people wore. They changed into them. They changed into tinfoil. Why are we all wearing tinfoil? Why is that? I thought you would know because you're like very on top of trends. I thought you were. I am wearing what one could just be what what could easily be described as a wearable duvet. Yeah, just because you don't. Let me just stand up and give people just just a full experience. Well, if you're watching the video version, you are looking at something special. Yes, it looks like she's wearing a sleeping bag. Listen to this. Yeah. Does that sound <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, but just like, because you don't participate in trends doesn't mean you're oh, not aware of them. You're, you yeah. really do know a lot about trends. They they do say those who cannot do judge. <laughs> Is that our problem? <laughs> We're over here in like our winter wear just yeah, like practical I'm totally, I'm wearing like, sweaters. like clogs, like mules and like a, a, like a, a comforter as a jacket. Yeah, but you know, hey... One trend that I will wear because it is practical and stylish, that is honey love. Well, well, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is one where 
sometimes like they're There's the clothes that maybe you don't want people to know you're wearing <laughs> because they're the ones that suck everything in. Right. I am a big fan of flattering clothes and uh-huh. Honey Love helps make that possible because yes. their shapewear is out of this world. But I have to I have to really hand it to them for their bra situation. Oh, I love it. As you know, I'm not it's a like fan a of It's like a combo bras. regular bra sports bra. Yeah. Super comfortable. Yeah, like big thick strap, no bulge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, everything is exactly where it should be, stays in place, and you don't even think about it all day, which is really all I want from my Mm -hmm. undergarments. I don't Mm. want to think about them. Um, And Honey Love has amazing shapewear bras. I love their leggings. Yeah. I was mad that I didn't bring them on the trip because that would have been the perfect They are the perfect travel pant. I know. I I must have been in a rush. I don't know. Look at like I'm like mad at her or something. And they're like the kind of material like dog hair doesn't really stick to, which is nice because you need that over (laughs) Casa Aros. You can pair that that special bra with the uh, leggings, and you are going to be comfortable all day. Um, The crossover bra is the one I'm raving about. You guys should try it. Treat yourself to the best shape. Sexy sports bra. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Because sports bras usually are. Mm -mm. Let's just say. Not cute. Yeah, and then you get that uniboob thing. This is no not uniboobs that. here. This no, is this like is not that. Yeah, it's sexy. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save twenty percent off at honeylove.com with the code brain candy. Use code brain candy at honeylove.com. Cinched, snatched, and oh, lifted. Yeah. It's hot girl season. Thanks, yes. to honey love. Yes. Oh, See, this is so what I'm talking cute. about. This is like one of those things where like they invent new materials. And yeah, what the heck is this made yeah, of? Yeah, I'm not kidding. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's use this for like, this is what happens when you put women in charge of things. Yeah. You it start almost... using this material for the right kind of purposes. Yeah, whatever it is that are. they're using, it's like back smoothing and yes, it's amazing. So try it out. Yes. Um, yes. Hold the shit. Um, okay. Let's talk about some things. Okay. <clears throat> Besides Beyonce, because we agree on that. Yeah, get uh, it together, There is lady. something that some people don't agree on, but I think maybe... Actually, I don't know. We might have a different. We might have a, a a different opinion on this one. Okay. So there was one of those "Am I the asshole?" forum things, where this woman recently got divorced, and she oh. decided yeah, to I keep her this. last name. Oh, I did not see this. She decided her, to keep her married name. Her married name, right? Like I would keep Patterson, and right. just not change it. And she's like. Why would I do that? I already went through the hassle of changing everything. Well, right. That's what you said. You were just like, no. why is it so hard to get my name back? And that, right. And yeah. so she's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. And people okay. are, are on both sides of the fence about this. Wait, that's the end of the story? Well, the, the, there's the debate over people. Some people are saying that she should ditch it. Some people are saying that it's well, his last name. I don't like this. you shouldn't be like walking around like if he doesn't want you to keep the last name like that you should well did not she have the last provide name. her her reasoning not that it matters it's her choice no, that it was just like a lot of hassle to do and it's easier to just add his name to everything wonder how long they were married too because i mean you're, Ooh, if you're that's married a very for a really question. long time yeah my mom kept rice yeah she never and i do there were a lot of people who who said because of the kids Yes, would, I hear but that. But I don't think in this situation there were children. Okay. Well, who there's the hell a little cares? bit of there's a little tiny part of me that thinks it's a kind of power move. Okay. You know? Because yeah. think about me right now. Yes. Not currently married. Yes. Uh uh with the op- like I had the option. I could have been like, nah, I don't want to do that. And yeah. then there's like another Mrs. Patterson. Then my my ex gets remarried, and now there's another Mrs. Patterson. Yeah, I could see there being a little bit of like a. Well, I don't want to. Well, I know that it would annoy the new wife. Yes, because I what was I think the new maybe. wife in my <gasps> first marriage, and oh. I hated that the first wife still had. 
okay. I understood it because they did have a kid and I got it intellectually, but I just didn't like that we both have his last name. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, don't I like get it. that. But I mean, yeah. the whole last name thing is a problem anyway. There's just no way to have like the right answer here. Right. You know how somebody said to you, or even maybe you just said this yourself, like, I don't really want my dad's name because you don't have no. a good relationship. Right. So then you took your new husband's name. E- either way, it's a dude. Right. I hate it all, Suze. We just should do like, what's her face, Phoebe on Friends and become whatever Copacabana banana hammock or whatever the heck. <laughs> just get to pick. Like that's, you know who did Princess it, Consuela. I think did such a great job is Cheryl Strayed. She, in her book, Wild, she's the author of the book Wild, and in her book, which is like her memoir, really, she writes about how when she got divorced, there's a place where you can write your last name, where she got to choose. And she just picked a name that felt like a wanderer. Like, she chose the last name Strayed because yeah, that she was suited kind of her. Like, it's like my theory. Yeah. She got to pick what represented her identity. Yes. Okay. <gasps> Oh, what would yours be? Oh, fun game. Pre- hey, listen, I'm a pretty big fan of Meister. <laughs> I, it's great. And Butler is not too shabby either. It's funny to me that they're so, you know, identifying. So, And, mm-hmm. and I always liked that yours was Rice because, yeah. you know. Your son, however, did not like that I kept referring to my apartment as Casa Aros. And I was like, we'll now be headed back to Casa Aros. And he was like, Stop calling it that. But I think it's just because of my because mispronunciation. Now of you're Aros. just annoying me. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. This is the name of the establishment. <laughs> right. Oh, Sarah loves a repeating joke. She likes. Oh, I love it because yeah. I love how annoyed he gets, but then yeah. he's not really annoyed because he laughs. And I know he's like, stop it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I will. Wink, wink. Wink, wink till next time. Yeah. So. Okay, but. This, I think that the the thing that we need to remember is what you pointed out, which is that changing your name <sighs> is unduly hard, in my opinion. And so, so hard. Like, so time-consuming. Yeah. And ugh, every state is different also. And I knew that from being in Pennsylvania and then moving to California. It's way easier <sighs> in California. Um. What? It's a ch- I'm just laughing about like the name change. Like they practically no not practically they needed my birth certificate that I had to get notarized. I was just like I can't believe how fucking easy it was to get married to have some dude, this random guy who could have been any Joe Schmo off the street be right. like, "Yeah. Let's make her last name Patterson." Yes. And then when I'm like actually is my name. Here's all the doc- proper documentation. Here's my pa- passport. Hasn't been changed. Here's my former ID. Yeah. Here's this. Da, 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 da. They're like, we're going to need two drops of your blood and a magical <laughs> unicorn. Yes. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Sprinkles from a fairy's wings. I'm like, what is this you're asking for? And it's asking a lot, almost exclusively of women. Because yes. this is not something most men have to think do or think about ever. So yeah. we can't win, okay? Yeah. Maybe yeah. if it I chose possible. it now, I'd be Susie Wildgrain. Uh-oh. Because I love Wildgrain bread yes. so much. So delicious. Sarah and I spent a fair amount of our time together talking about things like how much we love wild grain. We talked about (laughs) brainiacs and who's hilarious to us and whatever. Yes, we did. But wild grain came up because we were talking about how easy it is to convince people of its awesomeness. My, My friend Kelly, she just told me that she can't get enough of it. She was so happy that we introduced it to her. One of my favorite things is what is is it's not necessarily proving someone wrong, but it's yeah. it's meeting slash exceeding their expectations. Right, that is what I love. When I'm like, no, guys, trust just try us. It. Yes, Eli did the same thing. He goes, oh my god, this is amazing. And whenever somebody does that, I'm like, when I've won, I've won. So I get to do that yeah, all the time. Yeah, because it's like being me. able to say, I told you so, but it's about yes. something nice. Yes, 
exactly. Which is like really what we all want. Wild grain is a bread and pasta delivery that comes to your house. And this is why you should just try it because God knows you're not going to waste it. You're going to eat the bread. Yeah. What do you not, what not eating bread and pasta? What are you yeah. crazy? It comes frozen. You put it in your freezer. And then whenever you're having a meal where you think, hey, you know what would go great with this? Freaking bread. You yes. just get it out of the freezer, pop it in the oven, and in about 45 minutes, you're going to have bread that tastes like you made it from scratch, like where, where you'd have flour all over yourself and kneaded it, except you yes. don't have flour all over yourself, and you didn't have to knead it. <laughs> okay? Right. It did all the work. And there's like croissants. There's like yes. chocolate croissants. There's I rolls. highly recommend those. Highly yeah. recommend. Pastas, pastries, everything. It's unbelievable. Delicious. Bake from frozen subscription box. Uh, wildgrain.com slash brain candy is the URL. For a, for a limited time, you get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy to start your subscription, you heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy, that's wildgrain.com slash brain candy. Or you can use promo code brain candy at checkout. Yes. There you go. Now I want some bread. Mm. Um, Okay. So I I feel like we maybe, she's not the asshole, but we can understand that there might be a hint of of petty underneath there. Sure. I mean, I can understand, like, if you were the husband, you might want her to not have your name. I can understand all of the feelings, but to get upset about it seems silly. Yeah. Nobody should get upset about it. No, it's all right. Yeah. We got bigger problems. I, yes, we do. Like this thing I'm about to tell you. Tell me. Okay. 45. This was a, a study that went out in the UK uh, to university students. 45% of male respondents were confident that they could locate the nubis on female genitalia. Well, I hate to say it, but I don't know what a nubis is. Well, you, that would be a good thing to not know because it's a made up thing. <laughs> Thank God. That 45% of men are convinced they could, th- confident. Stop it. They could find. Stop. Yes. What they would you have 45% done, Sarah? of male university students believe that they could locate the nubis on a diagram of a female reproductive system. The problem is that vice reporter Sophia Smith Gaylor, uh, made it up sarah yeah this is awesome number one number two what would you have done if i when you introduced this story pretended like i knew well no you know what i would make you feel okay because researchers this was a very important survey that was about sex education in the uk and how really we're we're not doing a good job and i would not uh, of course, I would make you not feel bad because 31% of female students also believed that they could locate it as well. Oh, no. See, I hate that part of this story. Right. Oh, this, that really suggests that the UK is really lacking in sexual education, or at least where the research took place. I highly doubt it's just the UK. I mean... Of course not. Yeah. Please. D- didn't you oh, see that? There was like that that video that went viral about a woman talking about why we really need to vote because men are just making decisions about a reproductive Yeah, uh, they don't understand. And they don't even know. Like when you ask them like how many tampons they go through, they'll go through like a hundred. And then they're like, can women pee with a tampon in? No, they probably have to take it out. Yes. Like they don't know idea. They couldn't tell you how many holes we have down here. We don't know shit about shit. Yes. Or and vaginas. that same goes for pregnancy. Like what happens to make a baby (laughs) and that's really dangerous especially with misinformation about like the the forming of a human body and what what that even looks like at different stages like my mom well and i did when i was growing up we had these little teeny tiny pins that we wore that because we were pro-life at that time and my Mm -hmm. mom still is and they are these itty bitty, like smaller than a dime, itty bitty um, baby feet. And it was to show this is ha- what the size of baby feet are at whatever a- age in the womb. Right. And it's like false, obviously. And yeah, that's not what the feet deform, develop. Yes. And it, but it, it's effective because it makes 
people think this is just a teeny tiny version of exactly what you are. Right. Misinformation. Yeah. It's just a false um, narrative. Oh my God. Like Anubis. Like Anubis. (laughs) I can't believe it. Oh, I'm actually crazy to be honest with you. Wouldn't you say that if you had to guess the percentage, you would have guessed higher because you know, that overconfidence thing that guys do. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I know where that is for sure. And I would want to know like what area of the campus you were on when you were conducting the survey, like, because I feel like the psychology department and the engineering department are going to give you two very different responses. Wow. The psychology department may be able to point point it out, but maybe the engineering department know what to do with it. I don't know. Why do you think we are so in the dark about anatomy? Because we're, because we, yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. This, this. I've got to cover up and hide mm-hmm. this. I mean, if you disgusting. can't show paintings and sculptures and stuff like that yeah. in classrooms, like it's very hard to like get out a diagram, which is so ridiculous because we should be learning about the human body in the same way we learn about any other parts of the human body. Wait, say that again. Like we should be learning about those parts of the human body. Oh, oh, yeah. The way we should be learning about any other parts. Yeah, you're right. I forgot a big part of that sentence. Like, it's just weird how even when I say learning about the human body, we think about our genitalia. Yeah, our bits. Yeah, our bits. Wow. That Mm -hmm. is... Okay. Well, maybe that sort of campaign will be effective in getting people to realize like we need to learn more about ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, there were also some interesting results of the study. Uh, Male students, 41% of male students said that they felt pressurized in their first experience of penetrative sex. And 38% of female students said that they did. Pressured to do it? Yeah. Oh. That more male students, like that is a thing that we don't really discuss with that men feel this pressure to do that as well. And I think what you're saying is they may not necessarily feel pressured during that moment in right. the intimate act. They feel pressured culturally or like yes. by their peers. You should be having sex right now. Oh. Yes. You should be wanting this. You should be like, don't you think like, isn't this something you're into? Did you pre- feel that when you were growing up? Did you feel like, oh, I better, I need to be more experienced or something? No. No, I, I had not I think I, it was kind of the opposite. For yeah. Me. Was, yeah. It was weird though. Uh-huh. Do you think it's worse now? That kids feel... Maybe because they have access to the internet and porn and all that stuff. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, that's a Yeah, bummer. and I think they're getting, they're getting their information from and, like, getting the, the models of, like, what sex looks like. Yeah. Are, are not realistic. Mm-hmm. And they think, like, going everybody's off, doing it porn. and I'm not. Yeah. And it's like the... I remember, you know, it's kind of like... I think about, I can remember so vividly the first time I really learned about curse words. I can remember exactly where I was sitting on the kindergarten bench and some of my kindergarten friends were talking to some of the first grade friends when like the fences meet and like right at this one bench and they were going around and like, do you know what the A word is? And of course I'd be like, apple. And they're like, no. And I just remember that like that we were talking about like, oh, what, you don't know what that is? Before people were casually using curse words like, you know, in their regular vocabulary. So I would imagine it's the same thing with kind of that sex talk. Before people are actually engaging in like consensual sex, like as, you know, young adults or whatever, there's this talk of like, oh, what, you're not doing it? Oh, you're... You know, yeah, I, that's one thing I did growing up as I did, it was the opposite. You know, you were expected to be pure oh. and, um, you know, chaste, but, yeah. um, and I am glad about that. I don't love the shame that accompanies that, you know, yeah. this feeling of like, it's bad or sinful and desire is, is something you should feel bad about. But the effect I think is great because most people are not ready for quite a while. That's true. But then it gets to the problem where 
like, what was it like to shake off those beliefs or, or, or feelings about it? Like, did you have to I don't know that you ever really fully do? Oh, yeah. That's what I was like thinking that those feelings about that you have to like really challenge those kind of thoughts that say you shouldn't be liking this or what? Yeah. Cause when I watch, you know, performers, if they're sexually provocative, I, I, my instinct is to be like, whoa, cause it just, it feels too much and it feels like it should be private. Which isn't necessarily bad, but the judgment towards people who don't agree is bad. Yeah. Because, you know, I remember watching like that Miley Cyrus performance with um, that thick guy, Robin Thicke, on the VMAs and kind of feeling outraged at the time. I'm like, hey, lady, cool it. And it was not towards Robin. It was towards Miley. Wow. You know, okay. Like women. So it are is. So this be. is this is such a good example of like how we talk about how you're not responsible for your first thought. Yeah. But you're responsible for your second one. How yeah. Like, of course, that is what you're conditioned to have. Like you grew up being with with, with those messages drilled into your head. So you that is no matter what you're going to be that first thought, especially when like you're in kind of like a vulnerable place when you're like, you know, engaged or watching something, you're kind of like absorbing it, whatever I can see that. And you're not like as actively like, I don't know, creating the thoughts as you are just reacting to things that are happening. So those thoughts just automatically pop in. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Sam Smith at the Grammys, I saw a clip of that and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, like anytime I see someone twerking, <laughs> you saw. I love. Oh my god! Anytime I see someone twerking, I'm like, wow! Oh god! And I love it. I'm like, ooga ooga, yeah, yeah. You had a totally different experience. Yeah, but I, I get know. that. Yeah. I have to. This is like ugh, a sad uh, take on it, but I have to fight my initial thought anytime I see a dad holding their daughter's hand, anytime I see any sort of loving act, like kind paternal affection. Act. Affection, yes. Active affection towards from a dad to a child. I can see that. That makes sense. It's a similar and I, problem. I, my first thought, and I'm like, no, that's just what dad, that he can hold her hand. That's yeah. an okay thing, Sarah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I get yeah. that. It's like so terrible. Oh, I have to fight that all the time. So yes. I have to I have to fight the urge to not buy caraway bakeware and cookware every darn day because I would if I gave into my see urge. It when you were staying at my house? No, I didn't. I mean, oh, probably because it was hidden in my stove. Yeah, I didn't cook anything, so I didn't That's right. see it. That's right. I was trying to keep it and all. And I wasn't. I should have rifled through your cabinets. Yeah, what the heck I don't know what you I was thinking? I know. You're staying in my house. You should have gone through everything. I'm really disappointed in myself. Yeah. Well, if you did, you would see the beautiful Dutch oven that I got in the nice, like, white color. Mm, gorgeous. I should just keep it. Caraway cookware and bakeware is stunning to look at tons of colors so you can color coordinate or you get like a whole rainbow um and collect all oh, different ones that would be so fun i didn't even think about that good ideas. yeah okay. so cute but the most important thing is how this is sturdy um incredible quality non-toxic but yet non-stick somehow magic yes magic absolutely outperforms every uh pan or baking item I've ever owned. I cannot say enough good stuff about this. It's incredible for your home. If you like baking or cooking, you are going to love this stuff. Visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy or use code brain candy at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. I meant to tell you Sarah's always joking about how my mom, for like 30 years, had this mauve carpet. <laughs> yes, I am always joking about that. And a few years ago, she replaced it and just got exactly the same mauve carpet again. Because if it ain't broke, 
It's her favorite color. Like, I think she sees it as like it hides the dirt, but it, yes. whatever, whatever. And um, my sister got her all caraway cookware and bakeware for Christmas. And so my mom picked it out and she picked uh, that color. Okay. It's your favorite color. It's like We're not, her That is her favorite color. color. It is, actually is beautiful in the cookware. And but now it is it's actually probably makes it make sense a little <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, it classes up the joint. It does. It, probably it totally does. does. You'll love it. If I ever spy it, I'll take a picture and send it to you. As Please like a do. That's joke. great. I love that. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So the Nubis, nobody can find it, uh, <laughs> which really Nubis. just tells us that we absolutely, I would like to, you know what? Should we just do like a sneaky poll? Yes. Yeah. We should. You should and ask Eli see. if he, he thinks he could find it on the female body. I, I, here's. I, I, What's your prediction? I think, I think that he will roll his eyes at me and then tell yeah. me that there is no such thing as that. Well, and you're and, terrible at lying too. Yeah, what is uh, he's going to say? Like, what are you trying to do? Trick? I look. I'm. I'm already like can't contain myself and, and smiling. I couldn't get it out. If you I mean, did it, it's it. like a list where you said like, okay, can you find, do you think you'd be able to find yes. this and then this and then in that list in include that list. Nubis? Okay. Here's the question. When yeah. you're making these kind of lists where you're hiding the information, you yeah. always put it. Everyone does a third. I know. That's yeah. what I was going to say. So where do I put it in line? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny it that you're like, be- yeah, everybody does a third. That's exactly where I was going to put it. <laughs> Oh man, it can't be the first one. Can't be the first one. Second, we'll put it second. Second, okay. The clitoris, the nubis, the nubis, the labia, the labia, and the taint. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't even know what's another one. The we could go labia minora and majora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those. Do those labes. Okay. Yes. Keep us posted on that outcome. I, I bet people listening who maybe grew up in the similar uh, kind of way you did are like, yeah. oh, Sarah, stop saying those words. Yeah. <laughs> I stop did, saying labia. <laughs> I did have to put a moratorium on our poo stories because we were getting out of control. There were too many of them. But uh, listen, I don't control the news. <laughs> That's true. You want we less do... poo stories? Stop taking yeah, shit we curate desk. what we talk about. I know that's true. Listen, only half of us were coming in with the true poo story, so I know, I know. I'm sorry. I already <laughs> apologized. Jesus. Uh- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, okay. Oh, this is not a poo story, but this is terrifying. You will hate this. But this is terrifying. A Long Island woman mm-hmm. uh, was pronounced dead and then started breathing hours later at the funeral home. Oh, my God. Yeah. When they're being super hush hush about it, I kept trying Who's to look they? the funeral home and the um, the hospice care center where she was. There's not. They're saying, you know, in order we we respect uh, like the process of dying and we respect, you know, our. I don't think you do. Patients, I know. <gasps> 
Okay, and here's so, the thing. Yeah. This, I mean, one one of my stories for today or for our next episode is about a similar situation. And whenever I read this stuff, usually you hear about it like in, I don't know, India or... Right. It's always the ones we've done before have been from India. And so I always think, okay, well, maybe that's different. They got different situation over there. They do things differently. So these mistakes happen. I don't know. Right. No, totally. These are mine's from the U.S. and yours is from the U.S. So here's what I want to know. You know how they used to put bells inside? Yeah. And then if you woke up in the cast in the coffin underground, you could ring the bell and someone would come dig you up. Yeah. We need to start doing that again. Yeah, definitely. How many or people like, do you think this happens to every year? Why don't we have better uh, uh, indicators for death? Right. Yeah, this pulse thing ain't holding up. No, we got to go brain function or something. I think that's even worse. I think the think brain so? stops before the heart. Like, not the no brain, but like the way. the activity, you know? You're just saying that because of that chicken who got his head cut off. <laughs> I don't even know about that. No, about how, that? you know, when people are in a vegetative state and they have like no real activity, but they're still alive. Okay. Not, you know okay. what I mean? Like, there's different kinds of function up there. Yeah, this is true. What do we need uh, to the, do to make sure? Because I don't want to be, I don't want to wake up under uh, there. Suze, I'm with you. This here's, is why you have to so, get cremated. Well, yeah, then it's like. then you're definitely not waking up. Yeah, definitely not. That's a one-way ticket. Even, Sarah, yeah. how many people a year do you think are buried and wake up under there? Well, there, this was not the first time this had happened, like, recently. Tell me. They're in... This was this was another article that came out. Uh, this was in Iowa. This was in Urban. That's Dale. the one I, I was going to talk about. Yes, get the fuck out of here. Although she wasn't buried, but she was in a body bag. Yeah, I know. And like the thing, so here's where I think she made her, her mistake: is the do not resuscitate. <laughs> That's her mistake. I well, like how this I mean, is your victim blaming. This I, is her I, mistake. I'm just saying that the mistake would, because she's like, whatever happens, don't touch me. Don't try to make me better. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Okay. So maybe we could, this is our first. Thank you. This is what I'm saying. I was like, I I mean, I don't want to blame her, but I'm like, if you say nobody do anything, like what are we supposed to do when you're like, got one foot in the grave. From what I read, I didn't think that the nursing home sounded negligent like they checked either. for the pulse she wasn't breathing they called the family and did all this stuff she had alzheimer's mm-hmm. and but she was only uh 66 i know she was only two years older than madonna's original face oh mm, Susie, i'm not saying oh to your comment i am with your comment i am saying well yeah, that, that was a real shocker there. That was a shocker. Obviously, I don't judge. I, I'm half of me is fake. I just feel bad that it's not looking like shares or JLo's. You know what I mean? Like something's different there. Yeah. Maybe that's a look she likes. I think it might be. There is this whole like kind of like look like an alien thing that's like yeah. this trend that people are into. Hey, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, what ifs? What ifs? Do you the, do you, Madonna? Like, we are under a lot of pressure in this world. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Just, like, be happy. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, this lady was only two years older than Madonna. Yeah. And so that was surprising to me because I feel like usually this happens when people kind of look like they're already dead. Yeah. she And she had <laughs> dementia, er, uh, uh, depression Alzheimer's. and anxiety. Dep- yeah, she was. But I feel like those are kind this of This isn't going to help with that. Of Yeah, right? This I feel like that... It, Anxiety and depression is kind of like the result of, of there's maybe like symptoms of the Alzheimer's well, as heck well. Yeah. Like, oh, it just sounded awful. Yeah, she can't catch a break. Then she they think she's dead. They wrap her up in that body bag and then they take her to the morgue or wherever the heck you go. And then they unzipped her and she was like gasping for air. Oh my God. They're like, <gasps> oh, that's terrifying. It feels kind of like 
there's probably a backup at the morgue. Backup for what? Like, I think there's a line to get your makeup done at oh, the morgue. Oh, I see morgue. what you're saying about, like, a traffic jam. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I just, in my mind, like, maybe I just watched, like, too many episodes of, what was that amazing show? Six Feet Under. <gasps> there's no such thing as too many episodes of Six Feet Under. It's the greatest show ever made. Oh, my God. It's so good. I, I really do believe that. That's a perfect television show. Wow. But then I tried to watch it again and it didn't hold up as well. Oh, wow. It's a real emotional roller coaster. I know. <laughs> but right anybody now. who's seen it, like, like it did, but it didn't. Like it did for the time. It's the perfect show except for the second time you watch it. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Like it really like portrayed some things like gay, like gay couples and like uh. interracial couples in ways that they did not do. It was like HBO at its best. Talked mm-hmm. about death. They talked about like, oh, it was so good. Everybody. You can definitely bury message alive. me about this. No, I don't think they did. They were. They were. What probably... would you do if you woke up in a body bag? Oh my god! In a body bag? Yeah, body bag. Wouldn't you just call? I mean, what was she like? They unzipped her, and she was just gasping for breath. You'd think she'd be like, "Hello." Yeah, but also if you have dementia, like, what if you woke up and you like really? Were... I'd be really confused. Yeah, I think it that's was a, a nightmare. Good point. She was probably baffled. What the heck was going on? What the heck is going what, on? What if you were the one that unzipped her? That would that is the terrifying part. That's that like that movie. is the stuff of nightmares. You're right about you know, that. I feel like day one, week one, mortuary school, they're like, guys, I know you've happen. seen the scary movies up there. But trust me, nowhere it's outside like of the Stephen King mo- novel does anyone wake up from the dead. You're fine. Then you got little Sandra over there, and it's like her second week on the job, and right. she just really liked makeup and, and her grandma, <laughs> so she wanted to just help people who were old look at her. She goes to unzip her next client, because that's what she calls them, because she's nice, and living, breathing dead person that is trauma trauma and i guarantee you that she will need so much therapy and <laughs> luckily brain candy podcast is sponsored by better help so i have news for her she, and we hope she's a brain candy brainiac she yeah totally we have that we that type of person would love brain candy 100 um and better help could help her process the myriad feelings that I'm sure she's experiencing after unzipping that body bag. Yes. Because BetterHelp has somebody for everybody. Like yes. whatever it is that's on your mind or Maybe you're dealing just like with. regular ordinary anxiety and depression <laughs> from just being a human and not seeing a dead body. Yeah. It doesn't body. have to be trauma. Some of us just, you know, life on this Don't get along is, with, you know. Yeah. Life's complicated. Whoever. Needs they, some help on, on communication. Right. They have licensed therapists for whatever it is that ails you or you're in need of. Um, and BetterHelp's a great option because you don't have to go into an office or anything. You can just stay at home and access your therapist online. Convenient, flexible, affordable. And um, you can you fill out this questionnaire and then it'll help you figure out which person is right for you based on what you are in need of. Mm-hmm. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash brain candy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. I mean, for real though, that chick is going to need to talk to somebody. Absolutely. Oh, it's very scary. <sighs> uh, let's see. What else do I want to throw well, in here in the time we have Whenever left? you yes. you mentioned the bury alive thing i mean you yeah. pr- you probably were drawn to it because you know that's my biggest fear is like being buried yes alive. exactly that's why i said it and that includes avalanches and sarah oh. knows somebody that was in a freaking avalanche the other day that is right i do we get a call from one of eli's friends who live in zurich and and they said they were like on a uh they did like a two-day backpacking or like like backcountry ski trip where the first day it was like all women and they were like just kind of doing some training and some some like exploring the area and they had a guide with them they have a guide with them the whole time so they got comfortable like 
knowing each other. They trusted the people that they were skiing with. And this is the second day they've all been together. And this time it's like three women and then one guy. And they're all like, I guess this is a rule you got to be like or a, a good technique or something for safety. You stay about 50 meters apart. That's hmm. what she was saying a lot on the phone. She was like, we were what all spaced out. What do you mean for safety? Yeah, they like I don't know something about maybe having two people like the weight of two people on there. You want to first watch See, somebody that's go down. A red flag. Everybody that's like how you know takes you turns be doing that shit. And so they, you know, were following all the rules, and they all had avalanche training, and you know, had been the, the classes and everything. And the ground just under them just gives way, and they were caught up in an avalanche, and. Our friend Lily gets like swept away and her skis come off, which is good. It's like what you want so that it doesn't like suck you down with your skis. And she said her instinct was to scream, open her mouth to scream. And as soon as she did, snow went right into her mouth and just piled up and um, made it so she felt like she couldn't breathe. And luckily she was able to poke her head out and they were able to find her. Can you um, imagine if you just saw a head hanging out of the snow like that? No! And the scary part is her husband was right behind her. And so her husband watched the avalanche take her away. And he's like trying to, doesn't know what to do. That would be terrifying to not know because you don't know when it's going to end. You don't know if she's going to hit a rock. The thing that I'm the most terrified of is being impaled by a tree. Yeah, right. Like you've got a tree branch that's like sticking out there and you Mm -hmm. get caught. Oh, who needs that? My God, that is terrifying. And I keep seeing these. I was just watching another skier today that said she got caught up in an avalanche as well. And that these are happening like way more frequently than... That was a big deal, though. The day after you told me about that avalanche, I saw on BBC News that, like, 20 people died in it. So, I mean, this was, like, a not just your everyday avalanche. This was, like, for real, for real. Oh, God. It's really scary. Well, why, why are you saying it's happening more frequently? Because I have no change? idea. I don't know if it's happening more for if it, it's the kind of snowfall that we got this year. In this, what I'm thinking is it might be. So you know how California is having the crazy mudslides, and yeah. it's when we have fires, and yeah, then so the rains come change. on top of. The, yeah, it's it that it seems like. Like I was here last year in the mountains. I was in Keystone all winter, like for a significant portion of the season, and I did not hear about the frequency of them that I'm hearing about them this year. Hmm. I could be totally wrong. It could just be, but this is like, uh, yeah, you like know. you're paying more attention because you're yeah. more involved. Well, I don't know, but I, it stands to reason though, because all of this sort of natural disasters are happening more frequently and more, um, consequentially, like there yes. are more people <gasps> being oh, harmed. So it's so sad and scary. See this, this makes me think I chose the wrong category for new year (laughs) i should have chosen tranquility yeah rest like me because leaving your house is real scary although you know this lady those people you were talking about just died and didn't die yes and ended up in body bags so what do i know yeah that's true. The ones who were in body bags survived. They were just and, hanging uh, out. The ones who were in the avalanche also survived. So. You can't win. We're all doomed, okay? That's yeah. the lesson. That's <laughs> the takeaway. Yeah. Uh, well, Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Here's what we learned today. We learned that, you know, change your name, keep your name. Who gives a fuck? If you're going to be petty, like, just own it. And just like, <laughs> who cares? Petty. And, uh, well, you know, the yeah. One thing we New wives mention, are probably the ones who maybe are mad about this. One thing I forgot to say about the name change thing is that I think part of what drives it a lot of times is whichever name is better. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, like you let's don't say your go last name like, is Dick, what? which is a real last name. 
And then right. you married someone and their last name is like Sparkle Butterfly Rainbow. Yeah. Well, I'm keeping Definitely that. keeping Sparkle Butterfly Rainbow. Obvi. And I really do think that goes into a lot of people's decision about whether they take a name yeah. or not or revert back. I will say the last name Patterson is so freaking common. It's on everything. It feels like I see it everywhere. And then to me, it's like boring. I That's why I'm not, I'm surprised you didn't hyphenate because Rice Patty would have, you know, that was cool. Sarah Rice Patty or yeah, I know. That's, that would have been fun. See, that would have been funny for me and my ex-husband would have hated it. Which Yeah, that's double the pleasure, double, double your fun. Right, right. I should have known. <laughs> Dang it. Well, next time. Well, I, I, I don't know about, like, I was thinking Harriton, Sar- Harry, Sarah, Sarah, Harry, that's that Harriton sounds too oh, much like it rhymes with Sarah. Oh, is Harriton. So you're... Harriton. If you chose, if you got married Sarah-ton, and Harriton, it sounds like it's going to rhyme, but it doesn't rhyme. Like, I don't know. That is so true. My friend so. Leah, she married a guy and his last name is Leach. So she became Leah Leach. Okay. And that's very Sarah Harriton. It's kind of it's like Sarah Rice. I just went to one that's like the repetition of my same name again. Sarah Harriton. Yeah. Do you think you... No, I, he said he was like, no, nah, I don't care. You keep it. Or, Do you think you're going to marry this man? If he asks, I'm going to say yes. Oh, if he, that's a good thing to announce. So then like if they hear it, they're like, okay. Yes. She, Just want to let you know that I will say asks, yes. Are you Eli. a person who would not propose? This is good that we're talking about this right on Valentine's. Yeah. No, I told, I told him I would propose. I was well, like, you better be he... careful if you don't do it. Like, I'm not going to be waiting like five oh years because I'll just do it to you. Do you have like a date in mind? You don't have to say it. Where you, after that point, you'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to ask him. Please do it yeah. tomorrow for Valentine's. This is my best idea ever. Like, what if I did that? Oh my God, what would he ha- He would have to say yes. I mean, what's he going to do? Say no? I'm just gonna what like, would he I? say? This is important. He's going to be, he would be mad. He'd he be like, would be. And what does that tell us? Right. He's like, you. We need you, to analyze that. We do need to. But like, I'm okay that he's mad. But like, I also. Because also here's the thing. He's a planner. Like he likes to plan and he likes to like, like do the, like how, I don't know, like find, like find the perfect thing to do. And I think what he would so be upset what? at would not be that I did it, but that I did it without a plan. You gave him time. He didn't do it fast enough. Now <laughs> the plan sucked is what I, uh, yeah. I say. I, I think I would give him a year and six months. That's so funny. Wait, Why? Okay. That seems like... Because no, after no, a year, because then like his sister's going to be married. Like everybody's already married. Like what are we doing here? Okay. I got I got other shit to do. If you don't want... Like, come on. So come fall. Yeah. We can revisit this conversation. Yeah. If he doesn't ask, if he doesn't do that, then, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to talk to you more about this off the air because I have more to say, but you know, it's private <laughs> for you, whatever. Um, and I know I'm already pushing my limits, but I do, this is so fascinating. I don't know why I never thought about it. Cause is there, and this is fair to, if regardless of what your answer is, yeah, is there a part of you that is, um, that does like the tradition of the man asking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I do. Okay. You think it's romantic or something? No, it like just tradition? feels like you don't get, I, I like want the opportunity to feel special. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Yeah. All right. Cause I like to spend a lot, I like to spend mm, time making things special for other people. And so this feels almost like a, a expectation that you're supposed to make this special for, mm-hmm. but I don't like my birthday the same way. So I don't know mm-hmm. what that's about. Okay. Yeah. You can, this one says thinking. like, I have chosen that I pick you. Maybe I'll ask him. That sounds right up my alley. I would think that's so badass. Yeah, I could probably do that. He'd probably be like, "Yeah, that sounds good." Then, but right. he's probably he would probably then say that I still he still wants to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm really. I agree though. The that he, I, my instinct was I thought he'd be mad if you did it. Yeah, but I think he would be mad at not planning it. Like if I just was like this Friday, I think he'd like, be mad that you put him on the spot. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I don't, because I know okay. what he's going to say. Well, you certainly know him better than I do. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, all I'll right. Well, him. we'll talk more I'll later find about out. that. This is okay. interesting. And then um, you guys should, you people should um, ask the men in your life if they knew where the Nubis is because this yes. is hilarious. Yes. Ask, and why limit it to men? Ask all people in your life to name yeah, to, to show just, you where. Yeah, you're right, but I don't want to make fool ladies because we we endure enough already. You're right, um, but only anyway. like those know-it-all people who think that they know everything, like me. Like yeah. you could ask somebody like me, and then when they don't, be like, "Come on, <gasps> that that's fair. okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. and Not don't like get buried alive. If you have love in your life, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you give love, share love, um, not just romantically. Of yes. love of we all, all kinds. We have love for all of you. We love you very much. And um, yeah, have a great day. We'll see you next time. We'll Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.